Welcome back to the Quiet Unset podcast. I am your host, Jürgen Graf, and I am joined today by Kelly Kunap. How are you doing? You totally butchered my name. I butchered <laughs> your name. That's, Hi. See, that's a good start Hi. for the episode today because we're talking about Estonian cinema in our deep dive and I don't speak a single word of Estonian. I don't either. No, but it's my <laughs> <laughs> what? It's my first language. So fake Estonian. It was confirmed? highly, it was highly requested by me to do this episode, and here we are today. You, yes. Yeah. You had, a, you had like a, a a merit. You had an um a lot of people asking for it, right? I had. It was I had friends coming all over all, asking me, "Hey, Callie, all the different personalities you have hiding in your head." <laughs> They all want it done. <laughs> Anyways, All yeah. of my 21 personalities asked me to do this episode. Dude, can you say 22nd? It's actually the 22nd episode, so that will play into our 22nd. Wait, is it the 22nd? 22nd episode, episode yeah. We've done this for 22 episodes. <laughs> And it's still this bad? Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, but anyways, we are doing Estonian cinema today, another deep dive, our second deep dive, actually. Our first deep dive was on Stanley Kubrick's entire filmography. Fun stuff, fun stuff. It was a fun big stuff. cast. We had like five people on there. That was Today crazy. Today it's just the two of us because it's kind of niche what we're doing today. Again, just the two of us. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I had to. I'm so sorry. But you might be asking yourself, Estonia, what the fuck is Estonia? Um, Excuse me? <laughs> Estonia, is, is that like an... Like the e-girl equivalent for patrologists. Oh, Christ. Like something on the internet. I don't even get that joke. But <laughs> you don't get it? E-girl, e-stone, geology. Wow. <laughs> See, I'll be here all It's... day, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I just I just okay, feel a lot of cringe coming from the other side of the room right wait, now. I think so... I got the joke finally. You but did? it's not good. <laughs> I guess let's just move on to uh, not the news <laughs> and not what we've been watching. Not to the news or what we've been watching. We are jumping straight into today's topic. But before we do that, I want to read out an Apple review. Yes, please leave Apple reviews over on Apple Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, five stars reviews. Really welcome. They help us out a lot. Andrew Chi says, great show and crisp audio quality. I appreciate it, buddy. More deep dives, please. And um, well... You're welcome, Andrew. We're doing another deep dive. Hopefully uh, you weren't expecting another filmmaker because we're doing... Uh, in the future, we'll do more of not just filmmakers, but also countries, like I guess. Countries, International, genres. Yeah. Whatever well, we kind of... Whatever we're up to, man. Yeah. Just If you have any feeling. requests, uh, any suggestions, let us know. We have a Discord. We have a Discord. We are, yeah. Shit, we're back to shouting stuff. We have a Twitter. Discord, Twitter. Uh, Instagram. Just hit us up there if you have any suggestions. We are they're all all like always welcome, and it's easier for me to convince other people in the cast <laughs> to actually do something with me when uh there's more people yeah. re requesting it other than an Estonian gal just uh, saying hey let's do let's do Estonian my type gal of with her 22 personalities. With 22. Well, are they all Estonian or do you uh, identify like differently? <laughs> no, some of them are different nationalities. Oh, okay. Why are we making this stuff up? <laughs> <laughs> We're not making this up. I'm really yeah. scared. One of them is a serial killer. Anyways, let's move on. That is on. true. That is very true. Uh, well, I guess I'm just going to hand off the torch yeah. in some sense to you. Because I don't really know what's uh, fully common to us. I watched a lot of these films. By the way, we're going to uh, have a comprehensive list down there for you guys to check yeah. out. And also, Letterboxd, possibly. Yeah, on Letterboxd, but also in the show notes. 
Um, so go check that out where it's available. Most of these films, at least in the US, are available on Amazon. And then for a lot of them worldwide, you'll find some of the bigger ones. We're, we're talking about a really niche international yeah, film scene. Yeah. Start us off. I have a, like, okay, short explanation for those of you listening. I have made three categories of movies. Uh, all in a chronological order. I will explain them later. But we will go through the movies chronologically and we will talk about some of the more important ones that we thought or I thought would be important to talk about. And um, there will be some trivia, not too much, but I love yeah. trivia. I hope you guys Hit like it. it. I, I, I try to work hard on the episode. Please give us a five-star <laughs> review. <laughs> Please, just, okay. just for Kelly, for one of her personalities. To start us off, I have a trivia question for you, Ewan. Yeah. Okay. You know, film, the first films, they were end of 20th, no, 19th century. Yeah. Lumiere Brothers. Mm -hmm. Now, when do you think was the first Estonian film released? I have three options for you. Okay. Oh, multiple choice. Thank you. As multiple choice. A, 1910. B, 1913. Or C, 1921. What's your pick? That's a hard one. Uh, no. So it was 1910, 1913, and 21. And- to give you some context, uh, Estonia was a free country uh, until the First uh, World War came. And oh. then, well, no, it was still a free country, but there was war. After that, we were still free. Okay, okay. But okay. just like, we were a free country then. Interesting. Well, I noticed that uh, with a lot of these films, they focus around, especially World War Two, with the ones yeah, that we we'll, looked at. Yeah, we'll get to that. We'll uh, get to but, that. Uh, oh, no. I would say probably in 1913. You're right. Yes, I was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The first like official Estonian film. It was called Lana Tudnaine, which means borrowed woman. And it was released 1913-ish. It's not sure. 12 minutes long. And the director is sadly unknown. Which brings us to basically early Estonian film uh, before the Soviet Union. So the Estonian history, we were a free country from, what was it? 1918 was the official date where we became like a country. After 1940, the Soviet Union was created. So that was the time it was the Estonian Republic. Public? Mm. I don't even know. But I mean, Republic sounds right. (laughs) I don't even know. Probably. Man, yeah. But the thing is, all of the movies created during that time have not been preserved. Like most of it, maybe like 10% of it is still Mm. around. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know none of it. So, big F in the chat, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> F for Estonia. So, Estonian cinema as we would know it today started during the Soviet Union. Okay. Yeah. Okay. After, after 1940. That's what I would say. So, is it in the first movie that we are going to look at from the series? Is that why uh, when... It started like peaking in a way. Yeah, that's basically it. So the Soviet Union started in the 1940s and this would be our first like big category of movies. Mm -hmm. Um, We had the Soviet Union. We had a lot of funding, a lot of like uh, just like the government was really supporting people Mm -hmm. making movies and doing cultural stuff. So 60s was about the time when movies really started booming and a lot of production came. Um, There were two popular companies. One of 
them was Thailand Film, which is Thailand Film. It was created in 1941, died in 2011, but that's basically the only production company that you should know about. There's oh. also uh, Estonian Telefilm, which is uh, a company of a, what do you call it, a TV channel. Mm -hmm. They also made mm -hmm. movies, but it's not as important, which brings us to our first movie. Can I guess which one it is? I mean, I think, I think you know which one it I, is. I, I'm pretty sure I know. It's, it's Skevade, also known as Spring. The director is Ormo Grusement, and it's from 1969. And the company is Thailin Film. <laughs> Who would have guessed? <laughs> is it is it um, for most of the films, or is it just for that era where that movie uh, company was like predominantly? Um, Thailin Film predominantly just if you think Soviet Union movies in Estonia, like 95% of them were Thailin Film, mm. or like anything worth watching was made by that company. So it was very much. Um, supported by the government as well yeah so spring is a semi-autobiographical story by oscar lutz the novel has the same name as the movie and it also has sequels by the way yeah we didn't look at the sequels have you seen the sequels i have i have seen one of them i've seen like okay so the original story is spring then we have summer we have autumn and then we have winter which is coming out this year by the way wait they're making another film yeah oh okay yeah they're making the okay. they're making the four part fourth part i have seen summer once as a child but i don't really remember it yeah so it's yeah. interesting they're so <laughs> far apart the, the, like spring is from 1969 and mm -hmm. we have summer from 1976 uh, and summer 1990 and then winter from 2020 yeah it's crazy as a i know I'm bad at math but that's like a long time i know but the <laughs> thing is it all has the original actors so like it's it's the lot. same actors going through it so we have the main characters like thoughts and what was the girl's name Dele. Mm -hmm. we have them as children and then we have them and as the adults of their lives is it like yeah that? oh i love <clears> that <throat> so much oh my god sadly the actor who played thoughts is already dead oh. he died of like a heart attack or something a long time ago but most of the original cast is still around. They're now like in their 60s, 70s or something. Yeah. So the movie, uh, the first movie of the whole series features the cast as early teens in a boarding school in rural Estonia in the end of the or the late 19th century. I think I'm not sure. Isn't it like isn't it like right after the no wait when is it set it's set in the it's like 19th century it's oh 19th century yeah it's when estonia was still like a free country yeah and there yeah. were a lot of germans in the country so you can see them fighting with the germans actually yeah <clears throat> found interesting because yeah. it's such a parallel that carries over 50 years later as well mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, which i'm sure we'll get to with the world war stuff which yeah. I, I find so but, interesting as a history but, buff i love that <laughs> stuff it's really but neat. what did cool. you think of it as like a non-estonian you know um, film person it was it i don't <laughs> it's hard to describe it because i haven't seen that many films from like late 60s to 70s mm -hmm. that are so kind of niche and small in scale it's usually the ones that are big that you watch, right? Um, so it's hard to place it there as just kind of a, a simple drama in that sense. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I liked it. I, I, no, I have a talking a point for you. Okay. Oh, a talking point. A talking, talking point. Points? Okay, so it was released in 1969. Just mm -hmm. to compare, Kubrick's 2001 came out in 68. <laughs> It's hard to compare the If two. you wouldn't know that Spring was released in 69, I would have never thought that it was released then. I, I feel like, is it because it's in black and white? It feels like it's lagging behind. You know well, what I mean? Like, it's it's so, like, it just shows how Estonian film was so behind, like, in the world. 
Mm. Or like the mm-hmm. Soviet Union was so in its corner that it didn't have the like equipment to do what others were doing at yeah, the I guess time. The arts weren't I mean, for the longest time in the Soviet Union, even when they were studying film, they were kind of studying montage and I guess mm-hmm. like in the thirties and uh, late twenties. So they got really good at that, right? They yeah. often looked at it in a really technical way. Mm-hmm. And then they had uh the other extreme with Sergei Eisenstein and doing like stuff like that. Oh well, God. I guess he used montage and stuff like that as well. Yeah. So I don't think it's hard to say if they're training behind or if it's just a really different type of film that we maybe so not be. used to anymore. Yeah. Uh, because we have another one, other film from um 69 that we're yeah. going to talk about in a second, I guess. But mm-hmm. that movie was a bit different, almost like Robin Hood type of yeah. <laughs> style. Uh, well, and there's a lot more going on, obviously bigger budget, but, um yeah it's i mean it's hard to compare it to but yeah. it definitely feels like something that that could have been done uh maybe way five, earlier 10 years earlier yeah mm-hmm. so spring has it has stuck around my parents know it by heart so I was, I was watching it with my mom and she was like oh, i know what's coming in 2002 it was voted the best estonian feature in 2012 it was actually chosen as the movie of the century or the 20th century um so obviously for estonia, yeah okay, for estonia okay. it's, like, it's a crowd favorite so it's also on the mandatory book reading list in schools yeah so the book is and the movie as well do you watch both or is no it just no, no it's just a book okay. and i have another trivia question for you okay. all right we should have like a jingle like <laughs> trivia okay 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 i'll, I'll, I'll get something up <laughs> Okay, in the movie, they have a christening of a child, right? Yeah. You remember that. Mm-hmm. The two boys go into the like the food storage room uh-huh. and they choose a bottle that has the label called La Tipas. Uh-huh. Um, so the two boys, Dots and Kir, okay. they're, they're looking at it and Dots says, Oh, La Tipas, that's, that's Latin for Riga Magos. So very sweet. What do you think... Does it actually stand for Latipas? I have a, I have I have multiple choice questions. Oh, okay, again. okay. I had none. So okay. Latipas. A the capital. B Latvian crap or C land peace. What? I was gonna say <laughs> lemonade. <laughs> well I guess lemonade. It has lemonade. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's not it. Okay, um, I'm going to read it to you again. Okay. Latipas, the capital, Latvian crap, or land peace? I feel like Latvian crap is so odd. It's <laughs> be that. You think it's Latvian crap? Yeah. Well, you're wrong because no. it stands for the capital okay. backwards. Oh, that's, that's pretty clever. <laughs> that's pretty clever, yeah. I know, right? I didn't even know it. Okay. <laughs> We're going to move on to the next movie, which is... We're not going to talk about it oh, too yeah. much. By the way, we've got to say this, but uh, in the show notes, you you we'll can see... Stamps. Yeah, the timestamps if you want to skip around. If you decide to check uh, one of these films out, it's mostly going to be spoiler-free. <clears throat> if we talk about spoilers, it will probably be marked as well in the show notes, mm-hmm. just so you guys can jump into these movies. Uh, I know there's probably a lot of you guys out there that really love to Thirsting dive into to movies watch that these. no one else has seen I, I, I'm, I'm like that as well so. if you if you want to if you want to bump up that uh, obscure rating in your letterbox stats exactly, this yeah. is the time to do it <laughs> um yeah so you already said 1969 we have the last relic again talent film another crowd favorite yeah. another one that like everyone has seen I have seen it, but I'm not planning to ever watch it again. I, I love that the, so, the, the logline for this uh, part of it reads, uh, the movie is still the best achievement in Estonian cinema. That's just in the synopsis. Ugh, <laughs> it's really funny. Ugh, ugh. Mm. And, and like like every other Estonian movie, it's based on a book. I don't think we have like no originality. We just base everything on books. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. I, know, I, I noticed that. Oh, wars, but oh, okay, I guess um, books based on wars. Yeah, uh, that's the, the, something. I, I know you like saw that. it. Did you? Did you even like it? Um, I yes, I, it was the last one I watched just before we uh, started. started recording last night. I <laughs> only, last I, night. I only really know one of the movie. It's, I don't know. It, it gave me some <laughs> hard Robin hope. <laughs> Vibes Robin Hood vibes. And yeah. it, it was it was so confusing most of the time. It is. There's a lot going on. This uh it is well it's set in medieval times, right? Mm-hmm. And it's basically just a bunch of adventures from this <laughs> one guy. I didn't even know from like a lot of the movie. I wasn't sure who the lead was. I I, I guess he's Ooh. in the story for most of it, but <laughs> they all looked really similar. To me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of like sword fighting and and stuff like that and the damsel in distress that Yeah. Agnes, the beautiful Agnes that, Yeah. Is is set out in a very progressive feminist way as the reward <laughs> for our protagonist, or like, yeah. or I guess everyone's kind of madly in love with her. Mm-hmm. Um, the only yeah. scene I remember from the movie is the one where they get like this huge hunk of meat uh-huh. and they eat it in front of the fireplace and they finish <laughs> Wait, it. That's the only scene I remember. Dedication. That's like that's like a media clock eating a heart. Yeah. Type of shit. But moving on from the sixties, we go to the nine to the nineteen eighties. The next movie is Bumpy oh, or okay. Nukitsames uh, from nineteen eighty one. Yeah, you didn't watch it. Okay, I don't. I don't blame you. It's again talent film. Uh, this is. I just wanted to shout it out quickly because it's it's a children's movie based on a children's book. Again, no originality. It is very like I wouldn't call it influential, but still around because it has a lot of dances and music that are still featured in the Estonian Song and Dance Festival. Mm-hmm. So just to put it out there, another mention goes out to 1983's Adventure or Nippanadi. Again, talent film. Also fun movie, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, that one was really hard to get a hold of. It's not available anywhere. Yeah, same. Well, let's, just, let's just mention it so people who are like obsessed with completing lists, yeah, are just gonna have an itch that they never, never gonna be able <laughs> to scratch. But by the way, if you guys are really nice, some of the like most of these films, Kelly owns. So if you ask nicely, and maybe if you leave heaps of Apple reviews, she might send you one. I yeah, I, I, she I, might, I actually she might yeah. borrow them. I have a lot can, of them on DVD. Yeah, another one from the eighties <laughs> is mid. I translated it as Midlife Joys mm-hmm. or, or in Estonian Keskiarumut. Again, talent film 1986. But I had a trivia question to you that I actually forgot to ask you about The Last Relic. Okay. <clears throat> Are you ready for this? Cue jingle now. So the budget of The Last Relic was 725,766 rubles, however you pronounce that. Which is, which in that time, in 1969, when it came out, was $9,877. Now, what do you think wow. with inflation? How big is the budget in 2020? Well, you, I, you have three is options. It that, is that US dollars? US dollars. US, okay. So it was 9,877. Here are your options. Is it $28,000, $55,000, or $70,000 today? Um, A, was it 29? A was 28. 28, yeah, I'd say 28. So from 9,877, we go to 28,000. Yeah. Well, you're wrong because it's 70,000 US dollars. Oh my God. That was the budget of this movie. No idea. About that's, that's sounds like a lot of money for, for like a, a movie from Estonia. No, but yeah, okay. Well, yeah, true. But $70,000 for a movie that goes on for two hours about like that? <laughs> so many. There, there's a lot of stunts here. <laughs> and there's also a lot of oddly a, a weird amount of music. Yeah. <laughs> so many songs. Also, there, I, I, I looked over the IMDb trivia 
thing mm-hmm. on every movie here. And apparently there was a horse that fell off the bridge. Mm. The horse was killed. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, that that kind of story. turned me off because there's a lot of like there's a, there's a chase scene mm-hmm. in, towards the second half of the film. Where, like a horse gets flipped over and then the heroes kind of cheer and they're like, oh, yeah. isn't that funny? There's like a nun that's like, oh, that's really funny. And I was like, nah, it's not funny. Fuck you. <laughs> so I was like, okay, the hero can die now. I don't care. They hurt the horse. Leave the horse be. Well, to sum up the Soviet Union, it's a lot of like comedies and like historical movies, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of uh, financial backing. Well, not a lot, but you know, it's still financial backing to do stuff. From the government? Yeah. Do you think, like, can you sense in, uh, well, no, you I don't know if you'd be able to answer this question, <laughs> but do you feel that there's a big influence on the type of stories that were created in that time? Is there like a difference now where we... I think I think you can sum it up that the Soviet Union, um, the whole war topic was kind of not preferred. Mm-hmm. And most of the mu- movies that actually came out were intended for entertainment and like not to have good movies yeah, per se. I, I noticed that with the recent ones, I'm not going to spoil anything because <laughs> we haven't gotten to it, that that will be category three, I guess. They've been more uh, kind of critical towards the Soviet Union and that. Yeah, yeah. Which now brings us to our second time period. I titled it as Crappy Freedom. Crappy Freedom. That sounds like <laughs> something in the early 2000s. Yeah, well, the Soviet Union fell... Uh, 1990-91, however you like to look at it, and which is where this would now start. So, Talent Film had been like the most influential production influential production company during the Soviet Union, but now the USSR was gone. The whole country was extremely poor. Like you had coupons to go get food. Mm-hmm. Everyone got coupons, uh, and their arts weren't that important anymore. Yeah. Also, historical context: in 1994, the MS Estonia uh, cruise ship sank, which was the second deadliest peacetime sinking of a European ship after the Titanic. Uh, there oh. were a lot of deaths. James and- Cameron, get on it. Oh, <laughs> there are mo- there are a lot of movies about it, by the way. Which oh, is yeah. kind of this kind of sets the mood for the time period. Everyone yeah. was poor. We had the sinking of the MS Estonia. So, like, if you ask anyone in Estonia, like, almost everyone had at least one relative or like friend that was on that ship. Oh wow! And like, okay. like such a tiny percentage of Wait, people so actually made it off. Where was the ship going? Was I, it like something that people the used ship really was, frequently? It was, it was like a cruise ship that went be- between like Stockholm and, a, and Tallinn, I think. Mm, like one of those. Uh, but yeah, there was there was a technical malfunction with the hinge that uh, that was in front of the, like where the cars are parked. Yeah. And that thing fell off. And like water got into the ship and then it just went down. Like early 2000, there's, there's a lot of documentaries, movies made about that. Not just by mm-hmm. Estonians, but a lot. So... Probably a bunch of Swiss people because that's all... <laughs> We do all we do is documentary. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, that's that's and sad. During that time period, two thousand. We didn't have to look at any of those. <laughs> two thousand and four, the knight in shining armor, the ye you what the European Union came and picked Estonia up, and we started mm-hmm. flourishing again once more. And which is when Estonia became known for its IT purposes. IT. Yeah, wait, was, uh, which country, was it Estonia or was it a different country that had, uh, in like 2013, that had like that big terrorist attack that that was um, mainly uh, happening online? Was that Estonia or was it a different country? I don't know, I've never heard of that. Sorry, right. But I do have a trivia a question for you. For you guys, yeah. 
So, mm-hmm. since we got so popular in the IT world, we have a whole online government. You can vote online. You can get everything done online. Like, everything. You can require passports, marriage licenses, everything. Mm-hmm. Which popular communication app were the Estonians involved in developing? TikTok. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Okay, three options. A, Viber, B, Skype, or C, Discord. Well, Discord isn't that old, so it's going to be Skype. Yeah, it's Skype. Yeah, Skype. <laughs> hey, that, that gives me early, uh, mid-2000s Just vibe. to say, Viber is, is like Estonia's WhatsApp. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought but, I was going into different directions. <laughs> no, like, no. What but kind the, of app is but this? But the original authors of Skype are Preet Kasesalo and Jan Tallinn. But the company is owned by Swedes, so yeah, it's always the Swedes. We the Swedes did the programming, so, okay? Swedes, so much, if any, so much invention like, coming from like, Sweden. It's if crazy. if you wanna if you wanna insult an Estonian, just say that Skype was invented by a Swedish person. <laughs> that's that's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> to shout out in this time period, we have my personal favorite, an animation called Ladybird's Christmas. Oh, is that a short or is it a full feature length? <laughs> it's like fifty four minutes. Yeah. I want you to go to YouTube. And I want you to put in Le Padrino de Yolud. Should I type uh, it for you? Okay. Lepa. Okay. L-E-P-A-T-R-E-E-N-U-D-E. Okay. You lost me at L-E. <laughs> okay. Wait. L-E-P-A. Yeah. T-R. Okay. I-I. I-I. N-U-D-E. N-U-D-E. There's a lot of like. Does it w. already suggest it? Uh, up in the sky? Le, Le Padrini. <laughs> a bit more. What the fuck? I think I did something wrong. I'm, I- gonna look at a one minute video <laughs> i think i'm gonna just gonna play that clip uh, as an audio file for you guys and you can look <laughs> it up <laughs> so it's the ladybird's christmas what can i watch <laughs> the single jingle bells is that's what it's supposed to be <laughs> sounds sounds like me in my singing lessons um I, i'm gonna have so much I hope you guys are enjoying just the audio part of this as well. For context, Toy Story 2 came out two years before this. Uh, this is, uh, I mean, <laughs> this just puts uh, Toy Story into the shade. Into the, I, I into used the, to watch this movie every day as a child. There were, there were a bunch of bucks on, on screen and yes, they were singing it's just, jingle bells. It's, it's, it's these two um, ladybugs <laughs> that get lost during Christmas and they're trying to get back home. And yeah, it's a really great movie. And I'm moving on. Glad I had I had Lion King. I'm glad you had something. (laughs) (laughs) I had that. It's it's really bad animation, but it's really fun to watch. I was a jump to that as well. (laughs) I'm moving on to names in Marvel from 2002. Or in Estonian, Nimet Marmortafil. If you're an Estonian, there should be a big red like light going off in your head. <laughs> so this is from Elmo Nyganen, who was my childhood hero, by the way. Um, this is his first movie. He's very known for his work as an actor and as a uh, what do you call it? The person who does theater stuffs. What do you call it? A theater actor? Is it no that? Um, for like stage directions? Yeah, like he he he's just known in the theater world. Oh, okay. But this was his first movie. Uh, it's also based on a book. Na- hmm. Same name. It had a budget of... Did you watch this, by the way? No. I, I that's okay. But... Yeah, don't. Or, well, if you're that into niche uh, war movies, then do. The movie is about the First World War. It mm. shows Estonians fighting. I will say that it's not that great. Um, it has a lot of issues. But it starts 
kind of the movement of Estonian war movies of just showing Estonians fighting Estonians over and over again. Yeah, which is, it's really tragic, but um, just kind of to get ahead of myself in some sense, I never really got the feeling that in any of these, it never really clicked mm -hmm. that much for me. Maybe I don't have the connection that well. How tragic that is. It, it was, a lot of it was just documenting. Yeah. Uh, documenting it from, uh, I don't know, a bit of a, like a, a, remote, a remote perspective. In mm -hmm. a sense, that's what I got, which I appreciate, you know, it's it's not as, as simple as <laughs> Americans do about it. They kind of yeah, stroke well, their own egos all the time. This was more of like the shit. Mm -hmm. This sucks in a mm -hmm. sense, but we just yeah. had to do what we had to do. I, I talked to my mom about it yesterday and she was like, Kelly, you don't understand. This movie is everything. Because mm -hmm. um, for Estonians, we have been screwed over by so many countries. And it was in every war, it was basically just people came and took us as their troops. And in this war, it was just Estonians fighting Estonians, which you also see in the movie. Um, also, the trivia said that it, its budget was $1.4 million, which with inflation today would be $2 million. Wow. And I call cap because if you look at the movie, it it just it doesn't look that great well is it i guess see look you know what, it, what <laughs> listen did up they, did listen they just, up lady did they just, i haven't seen it so i'm gonna tell uh, you what it's about okay i'm gonna explain like, like one and a half of those millions went to just like costumes yeah and costume, stuff. That's, yeah that's what i that's what that's literally what i wanted to say oh my god i guess period pieces are really expensive mm-hmm but I'm going to yeah. move on to a movie that is one of my absolute favorites that that I forced you to watch called Made in Estonia. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I did, thought we were going to go to the one that I actually like. I didn't. Did you watch it? <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> what? Okay. First of all, what did you think? Wait, can we read the premise of, of the movie? Because yeah. I, 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 need, I need some clarification because I, 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 I was so confused. You want to read it? Um, okay. So <laughs> fantasy and reality dance in a wicked tango in this quirky blah. sorry i have to restart that i, fucked it up. <laughs> I kind of want to leave it in because i'm cracking up already um fantasy and reality dance in a wicked tango in this quirky comedy about the misadventures of mill and norm two talented radio actors in ostania uh, uh, yes it's <laughs> estonia okay what um, did you think first of all i don't it's not about these two most of the story at all it's just the main guy and well, basically the whole thing is like a, so they're like two radio actors and they they make up a story and we get mm -hmm. to see the story that they are kind making of imagine, up but it's yeah. so all over the place i know it's crazy I know. and it feels almost like a dream the world that they create which is i mean it's really creative in a yeah. sense but there's a bunch of guys who are playing women mm -hmm. like two and i just every time they were on screen <laughs> i just wanted to shut it like turn it off <laughs> It, it, say, let's say it wouldn't pass in today's society definitely but it is it ties in with a series called um which uh just features the do the two guys playing these different characters in oh, a series yeah. it went on for multiple years it was like a crowd favorite i watched it as a kid i still reference or quote it sometimes yeah like it doesn't have like this huge budget or anything but I have a fun fact for you. The truck driver in the movie mm -hmm. is a former prime minister of Estonia. And this <laughs> the dude the, who played the truck driver yeah, is called Edgar Savisar. <laughs> and he was like the mayor for like, I don't know how many years. Is that like the abusive boyfriend guy? No, 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 no. The oh, no, truck driver. Guy? Like, um, fine, wait. 
for a second, I thought it was the, the like the the biggest antagonist. No, of, let me show you. Of like the love interest, like this one. Uh, or is that one of the guys that lived at at that place that they were? See, this this movie, this movie was really confusing. Was, they basically do the Peter Sellers thing of like Doctor Strange Love, mm-hmm. where like uh, a bunch of characters play multiple people. Yeah, but. See, for me as a child, it was hilarious. It still is to me. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is there to say? I also have a trivia question. Yes. Once hit more. Me. Hit me you with li- the trivia. Are you liking this trivia? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, by the way, before I do the trivia, the girl with the red dress, um, you know which girl I mean in I the know movie. Which girl you mean. She was pretty. I, I, I rewatched this and I was like, oh my God. He's so hot. <laughs> No, 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 no. <laughs> child no, me, child me. me. Yeah. I think that was my first like proper female crush. Oh, interesting. I think that's that's what started all of this craziness <laughs> in my head. I think if I hadn't seen that movie, I would be straight today. <laughs> what? Like if I hadn't seen her, because that movie, I, I rewatched this and I was like, oh, I remember her. She was cute. Yeah. She, okay. She really but back was. to the trivia. <laughs> Okay, so the original title is Vanatya Gopeta Tsavadyala Dalla. Sorry, did you swallow something? Yes. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> and the translation is Made in Estonia. Yes. You might have noticed that it has not quite been translated correctly. So I have three options for you, and I want you to guess what the real meaning of the title is. This is fun. Okay. Okay, so Vanatya Gopeta Tsavadyala Dalla. You have A, the old and soft get on their feet. We have B, the men and women get together again. Or C, the small house and the big man on radio. You want me to read them again? I'm leaning towards the last one, but yeah, just read the first two. Okay. The old and soft get on their feet. The men and women get together again. Or the small house and the big man on radio. I mean, the first two just kind of don't sound like good movie titles, so I'd say the the last, right? So you think it's the small house and the big man on radio? Yeah. That's your final answer? Okay. Well, you would be incorrect. I'm so... Because the series was called Vanatya Gopadat, which means the old and the soft. So the title of the movie, Vanatya Gopadat Savadyala Dalla, means the old and soft get on their feet. <laughs> I'm so confused. Who, who, so who's the old? See, um, in the movie, in the end, you have Maya, the girl in the wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So in the movie, she jumps out of the wheelchair to get the grenade or something. And then they scream something like, oh, she got back on her feet. And that's where the title came from. That's basically <laughs> this it. This movie is so bizarre. I know, but it's so wa- good. If you wanted to have a confused face for like, I don't know, like 80, 90 minutes. Yeah. Movie, uh, like most of these movies actually aren't that long. They were really nice to, to yeah. get through. Uh, which is, yeah, which is why I hate Estonia. movies that are over two hours long. But we're going to get back that's, to that. Okay, okay. I see, that. I see. We got your bisexuality and your distaste oh. of long movies. <laughs> all come from Made in Estonia. <laughs> well, odd, I have... It was literally Made in Estonia. Also, I'm going to make three quick shout outs to movies that we're not going to discuss. Uh, my... Two of my childhood favorites, we have Vebom Boxola Gozila or Water Bomb for the Fat Tomcat from 2004. <laughs> a it's a children's title. movie, yeah. which was made in collaboration with Latvians. So it was like half Estonian, half Latvian. So mm-hmm. if you watch the Estonian version, you have like weird parts that are originally Estonian, weird parts that are dubbed over. It's a mess. Okay. But it's fun. Then the second one is Revli Rahno Martin or Matt the Cat from 2005. Another one of my favorites. Wait, is that 
Uh, children's film? Children's okay, film. Okay, okay, okay. Manta Cat. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. we have Jan Uspil Tartuse from 2007. I think I mentioned this to you, but I didn't tell you to watch it because it's sad. It's basically Jan Uspil goes to Tartu, Jan... which is like a city. Okay. It's a black comedy. It's really bad. So there were a lot of like children movies. Wait, you mean d- children's dark movies? Comedy or like... It was black. Yeah, like dark comedy. Dark black. comedy. We call it black we comedy in Estonia. Oh, okay. And, it, and German, actually. Yeah, we call but it... it's dark comedy. Uh, it's like dark humor. We call it black humor. Yeah. Anyway, it, it's... Maybe maybe in context and, of like, and I wrote myself a note <laughs> that <laughs> in the early two thousands the times were so bad we just needed cheering up. Mm, that's why you made the class. Yeah, <laughs> which is what we get to next. Yeah, the class or class from a, Ilmar Rag in two thousand and seven. What an yeah. uplifting film! It's a very uplifting film. Mm-hmm. Um, it sends you to heaven. You want to read the plot summary for me for the viewers? All right, yeah, we got. An average guy of an Estonian high school decides to defend his bullied classmate. This starts war between him and the informal leader of the class. As teenagers, honor is a touchy thing. Everything ends in bloodshed. Wow, that that spoils a lot of stuff, I guess. Uh, I I, I never read the Um, dogma, I just watched it. Um, Yeah. (laughs) My notes are, the director is a very known person in the film and series industry. uh, And the movie depicts school bullying in the 2000s in Estonia. And I just wrote, hashtag throwback Thursday. Depressing. Well, see. Um, it reminded me a lot of my school days as well. Bef- I had a similar situation. Before it gets too depressing, I'm going to say it won two awards at the Karlovy Vary Film Festival, three accolades at the Film Festival in Warsaw, two awards at the Festoria, and it got Best Screenplay at the Brooklyn Film Festival. Oh, okay. Wait, um, I had a question for you as well. Did, yeah. Like any film ever make them make it to the like academy awards or something like oh that? we're gonna get to that oh okay sorry not yet we're still at the shitty phase but this okay. is like the start of hey we can actually make something that's kind of good okay um yeah i, I thought this was it, it was it, it was pretty good it was like yeah the leads were both convincing i thought that some of the supporting cast wasn't mm-hmm. really that great and then we how had did, like the oh so, so do you have something that I'm no how did you like the bully he no i didn't like him it wasn't he wasn't convincing <laughs> the guy me. is actually uh, he's pretty known nowadays oh, is he? Uh, after this movie he uh starred in a lot of popular like series and stuff so he's he's oh. really popular now both as an actor and as a hairdresser so that makes sense. his name is lauri Bedaya. i used to have the hugest crush on him by the way I hadn't seen the movie then, uh, but yeah, it was the movie during the time it was extremely, extremely popular, like among like school kids. Yeah, because we sense. were like, yeah, because like to me, the schoolhouse, it's so beat up, but that's what it looked like. Yeah, there was no money to like fix up schools, so they look look disgusting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And bullying was like in the two thousands in Estonia, it was so bad. It was so extremely bad. Like yeah, so- even me, I only went to school there for like seven years, two thousand five till twelve. Mm-hmm. I was bullied. I bullied people. It was ugh, it was disgusting. Yeah, honestly. It feels, it feels like what they portray is that uh, it feels so over the top because we have this one outsider mm-hmm. kind of character and he gets bullied on by everyone. In the class. Yeah. Literally everyone See, not a single person is able to uh, do mm-hmm. anything about it or stand up to him until like this happens uh, mm-hmm. and then, then uh other lead kind of stands up for him but if i now tell you that that's exactly how it was even like even in my class or grade we had like those two people that everybody bullied on and no one actually knew why it was just because they were maybe like a little bit poor or like like different like people were bullied so freaking bad for no reason and no one would do anything hmm. so like this is kind of like yeah 
yeah, it's a bit over the top, but that's how it was. And this is kind of the worst case scenario. It is. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, yeah. um, it's, it, it feels like a, maybe a better version of uh, something along the lines of like, <laughs> why am I? <laughs> 13 reasons why oh my god but just like i guess yeah good and and not as uh dramatized over yeah. overly dramatized um it feels pretty down to earth mm-hmm. and in and, and that sense but yeah I, I just wasn't a fan of the supporting supporting cast and it felt really <laughs> frustrating that the whole yeah class it, was such it, it feels very homemade yeah kind mm-hmm. of yeah you know? uh there, there's like some interesting editing choices as well where they change like the color grade or mm-hmm. i don't i don't think they change the aspect ratio but they oh. but they do like use slow motion in an interesting mm-hmm. sense really mid 2000s way the, but the yeah. like end sequence when everything goes down when they like switched colors and stuff yeah i got chills do i was we, like do oh we my t- god do we talk spoilers about this one if if I, uh, I recommend uh, there, let's there's a trigger not, warning. Let's okay, okay. But like let's trigger warning if you're gonna watch this if you're easily yeah, I don't know. The, the easiest comparison I've seen made uh see made by like another review that I saw on Letterboxd was someone who mentioned that a year after, a year before, mm-hmm. uh the German film The Wave, Die Welle oh, was yeah. made. Yeah, which yeah. is which is I think t- very similar. Way, way similar, but also in like better in that sense. I, yeah. I'd say watch that film o- over over this one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but yeah. it's interesting to see that, like, how tragically this um, represents how school life yeah. actually was. Because, like, I was going to say, I had a similar situation where, like, I was the, the guy who stood up for someone mm-hmm. in, in my high school days. Good for you. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of lot of fights and shit like that yeah. that, that went down and it all, almost sucked. Like, it, it got to the point where I had to switch schools just because I couldn't deal with the bully because mm-hmm. he was uh not not the police but the, the guy who got bullied yeah in a sense because he he was just kind of admissive and just a lot taking of, it in a lot of people change schools because of bullying yeah and that's oh, what they even the, touch on on this the as well, guy yeah. who was being bullied was called Josep. and like yeah. the class leader in my in my school was called Josep. what what a coincidence Coinkidink? i think not. and with this coincidence i have another <laughs> trivia question for you yeah you and hit me okay the like three of the most frequently used slang words of the movie are "tura," "bit," and "put," and all of those three have something in common. I want you to guess what it is. "Tura," "bit," and "put." "Put." put. Let me let me copy Ura. it into the other. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to. Pick. Oh, look at those! Look at those. "Tura," "bit," "put." Um, and have, like I'm, they, I'm so clueless. Those three have something in common. You have three options. A. They are all loan words from the Russian language. B. They are all derogatory terms for the female genitalia. Or C. They are all alterations of mythological creature names. You got some good trivia. Uh, <laughs> like the way that you um, have these. Uh, throw me like a curveball on what this might be. <laughs> but I feel like in, in terms of the story, it would like it would be a big curveball if it was anything else than B. The derogatory terms for female genitalia. You would be absolutely right. <laughs> uh, I was like, I thought you were going to say absolutely wrong it's like no i'm so bad at <laughs> trivia oh god yeah. so it's Terrible. all it's it's all kind of like uh referring to dirtiness or or Was like disgustingness cursing? yeah you were actually oh, no. so estonians i'm sorry but i'm not sorry yeah but I'm there's sorry. another word that came up very often is pete or peteras which is basically like calling someone oh is that the, the f word the, or was, or no it's it's it? it's the f word for a person who likes the same gendered person yeah yeah and uh, well i'm 
sure the people know that we're not talking about fuck, we're talking about the other F word. Yeah, okay, no, okay, 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 we got there, it, we it got was, there. It, it, yeah, I don't <laughs> know if it, was there so much, I guess it makes sense for like homophobia to be so present yeah. in schools. Oh in lord, I mean, we didn't even get into of, that. Yeah. The homophobia. It's, it's so weird because like the, see, I got so frustrated with this because I feel like similar things happen mm-hmm. on the internet as well. Maybe mm-hmm. something that goes along the lines is currently might be like the whole simping thing uh-huh. um, but it's just when i get frustrated when compassion is then seen as something gay bad yeah and yeah as well as as gay which i, I don't know that that wouldn't be a bad thing because then you would kind of compassion mm-hmm. then you would just replace uh being gay with bad in a sense which i mean the yeah. term was used that way for a long time mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. still is by a lot of people not by us at all just, no. so, just so we can clarify this uh of course um but yeah i, I just got frustrated that i don't know and the, um how how homophobic everyone and uh yeah now yeah. just to put this into perspective um estonia was ex- extremely homophobic mm-hmm. uh which is very concerning and but is it, is it also, still, still an issue? It's less now, now, but it's still kind of ingrained. Yeah, because like the, that the, makes sense. there's a movie that came out this year from um, Georgia. Is it Georgia? It's, it's also stayed in, in the US, but it's uh, also a, a country here in and Europe. And we danced. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. And, and then we danced, which oh, yeah. um, has but even the more deeply rooted, oh, a, a deeply rooted homophobia. But uh, I want to I uh, put it into perspective for you. Just four years before of this, two men made a movie about cross-dressing as women mm-hmm. and making fun of it. And that was completely okay. Four years later, after that cross-dressing vi- movie that we just discussed, by the way, there's a movie that depicts very realistically how homophobic Estonia actually was. Yeah. So now, I it kind of doesn't make sense to me. Because like, homopho- like, being gay wasn't okay, but dressing up for fun was okay. Mm-hmm. You know? It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's so- almost like the, the thing that you, that you usually associate when someone's oddly pushing someone to be like, hey, you are gay, you are gay. They might yeah. just be um, closeted themselves and have trouble with their own mm-hmm. identity. Or maybe not. Maybe they're just, maybe they're just assholes. Or I don't yeah. know, maybe you have to... It, it, yeah bullies bullies i i don't i don't understand them so bad. <laughs> jo- there's but, so much projecting going on um but that's so, that's that's the biggest issue that i have with the movie just because I, I didn't think that a lot of these uh more side characters had much to to give and then the home families of the two mm-hmm. leads were a bit too oh cliched God, for me dad. were a bit too cliched with like a dad who's always about uh being a man and standing up with with Joseph. See, but that's Estonia. But <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know what you mean. Um, was this based on a movie as well? Uh, on on a book as well? <laughs> Sorry, a movie. I I'm not. No, it wasn't. I think this is original. Okay. And this with the awards and with the development brings us to our third time period, which I proudly call New Estonian Film. So end of the 2000s, we finally have some money to make movies. And there are proper movies being made, but also a lot, a lot, a lot pretentiousness, a lot of pretentiousness going on. A lot of like artsy movies that are had, that are like so deep, uh, but we're not going to name any names. Um, also very important for the like historical part. We're now part of the European Union. Prices yeah. of everything started raising, raising, rising, rising, rising. Everything yeah. got super Prices expensive. Everything got super expensive. Awesome. So like your paycheck is the same size, but you get like 
you can't buy less number. stuff. Uh, you get the same money, but it's just uh, yeah. But prices are higher, but you get the same amount of money. <laughs> yeah. Um. First one on my list would be Estonian in Paris from 2012 from the same dude who did the class. And uh, this movie actually got distributed a lot, and it was made in collaboration with France and Belgium. And the main characters are played by Lina Maggie, an Estonian actress, and Jeanne Moreau, who's a old French uh, actor who's very very popular. Or yeah, what else do I have to say? Nothing. <laughs> So after Estonian in Paris, we have Love is Blind or Gertu by the same dude, same year, has great acting, uh, but really another one of those kind of trying. Well, what are they about then? <laughs> uh, Estonian in Paris is about this care person who goes to Paris to take care of an old Estonian woman who, mm-hmm. who want, like, I don't even know. She just wouldn't talk Estonian anymore, but like, I don't, it's, it's just, okay. Okay. it's just them in Paris and her like teaching her how to live. Basically. Yeah. Um, and love is blind is about this. Like, I think she's like autistic or something, a woman who falls in love with a dude and no one accepts that. Cause apparently she is not worthy of love in their city, village, whatever. But yeah, also in 2013, we have mandarinis or tangerines. That was from 2013. Yeah. Interesting. That's probably the most popular yeah. film, just what I, from what I've seen on Letterboxd and people who have reviewed yeah. it. Yeah, so it, it's it's a collaboration with Georgia and it was the first Estonian movie to be nominated for a Golden Globe and mm. also the first to be nominated for a foreign language Oscar. It won a bunch of awards and yeah, I haven't seen it. You haven't either. So I don't know if there's yeah, much I to say about to it. I wanted to watch it. Uh, I started watching it on because it's on Amazon Prime. It mm-hmm. should, for anyone in the US, it's available on Amazon Prime. But it, it was here as well. But for some reason, it was only in French and with <laughs> French dubbing for an Estonian film with no subtitles. I mean, if you want to watch it, I have the DVD. So yeah, I might check it out because it, it, I mean, it it had a nice aesthetic look. It looks mm-hmm. really great. Yeah. So I don't know. I haven't watched it, and I'm not planning to. But like, mm-hmm. I have. I don't have a trivia, but I have a fun fact for you. Yeah. How even better. The fun fact trivia. is, there's not a single woman in the movie. Makes it fitting for the Oscars, huh? <laughs> Shade. Shade. No. (laughs) No filter. I love it. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, how? Okay. They were not even not even as a sexually object as sexualized object in the sense that literally (laughs) no women in this movie. uh, Estonia is also funny in that sense that like the two women who have character are played by male uh, and the other ones are just kind of pretty. And it's all pretty much all they do. Yeah. Just like, okay. Like yeah, we, 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 we have some like we have something ahead of you. Welcome we to Estonia, guys. Estonia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We're moving on to a big year in movies. 2015. We have again the loved, the beautiful Elmo Nuganen with his 1944, which was released in 2015. As I said before, yeah. it's his third movie. It could be considered a sequel to Names in Marble. Oh, actually could be is it so it's, the first one was about the first world war and this yeah is it's not an official one. sequel but it's like he did a movie about the first war oh. and now he did one oh my God. about the second one isn't the second and world war such a sequel to the first one i know right <laughs> it's crazy so he had a budget of 1.8 million euros and you can clearly see that in comparison yeah. to names in marble this is probably the best looking as yes. estonian film why, why do i keep uh, fucking up estonia <laughs> 
<laughs> and you can yeah. like when you compare it to names in Marvel, which you haven't seen, it's mm-hmm. such a like big step for him as a director. Mm-hmm. And like his directing style developed so much over the years. And yeah. the movie, like Names in Marvel, was a huge success. It made records of how many people went to see it. And the only movie to top that record was 1944. Interesting. Yes, it made the new weekend opening record. Yeah. So that one is also available on Amazon Prime, by the way, for mm-hmm. people in the US and I, in I Great really Britain. suggest it. It's basically yeah. another movie about Estonians fighting Estonians. Yeah. Which it's is more accessible, I think. Other than yeah. maybe cl- it, it, uh, I don't know if you if you again trigger warning for that film, but uh yeah. Cl- class, class is, yeah. is also something that the next one we're yeah, going to talk about is going to be very available too but mm-hmm. um 1944 was actually submitted for an academy award but sadly there was nothing in store for us for that yeah but basically if you if you want like a short summary of it it's uh it features a group of troops uh they're fighting on the german side it is i don't even know what the plot is really much it just shows this battle and how people are fighting like their relatives and like how they have two sides and all of that mm-hmm. and by the it's way it's not really one lead that you follow right? yeah it's no more a group of people exactly which i always have trouble with especially if it's a foreign language film to mm-hmm. keep track of who's yeah. who Fun fact from that time, if you were on the German, in the German army, like these guys were, if you would try to flee to, say, Sweden, the Swedes would actually give you to the Russians. Or was it the other way around? No, it was that way. Crazy, right? Yeah. And so basically, you could be fighting against your, like, biological brother in the Second World War as an Estonian. Because the way it went was like the Germans came and they took most of the men and then the Russians came and they took the rest. So fun times. It is. Well, that was shortly after, I guess. uh, When was it then? In 1943 when, oh no, no, earlier, 31, when um, the Germans turned on the Russians after they initially uh, Mm -hmm. boarded them and then they tried to go for Leningrad and maybe... I don't know <laughs> if we want to move on, but Leningrad kind of ties into probably our next film. Oh, but I have two trivia questions oh, you before have two we move questions. on. Yeah. I have, okay, 1944 is banned in one country. You want to guess which country banned 1944? The Philippines? The Philippines. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, that's a hard one. I, w- I would just probably say the most obvious one would be Russia. Correct. But, okay, okay. Ding, ding, well, ding. I guess that was pretty obvious, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Also, another question. The movie made records with the viewership that it had. And I want you to guess how many people went to see it. I looked up the popula- population of Estonia in 2015 was 1.3 million. What do you think out of those 1.3 million, how many people went to see it? Uh, guess in thousands. Uh, I'd say around like 80k. 80k was 115,000 oh. people. That's almost a third of the population. Wait, not oh, no. third. A tenth. A tenth. <laughs> okay, fuck that. Man, it's a lot almost, of people died on that ship. It's huh? almost. <laughs> oh my. You and. Sorry. Sorry. Almost a tenth uh, of the okay. population. I can never go to Estonia. No. Yeah. I'm sorry. But you wanted to move on with Leningrad? Yes. Uh, the fencer. Yeah, the fencer. Yeah. He, he, he flees from Leningrad, doesn't he? True. I don't. I saw it like a Which couple is, years ago now. Now it's called. Is it? It's not called Leningrad, but it's 
uh, St. Petersburg? Was it? Something, yeah. Um, so, fleeing from Russian secret police, the young Estonian fencer is forced to return to Estonia, where he becomes a PE teacher at a local school. But the past catches up with him. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's a, it's, um... Is that your favorite, actually? Because you have a pretty high rating when I can see that. I did give it a pretty high rating, but yeah. I wouldn't consider it my favorite. Okay. Um, uh, I think the 20... 10s are characterized by having a lot of collabs with other countries because this is a collab with Finland and Germany, which is very, oh, it's criticized. It's so criticized. I mean, those two countries. In Estonia. This movie, it's it's in Estonian, but people kind of reject it because they think that like, oh, it's not an old Estonia, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, It was submitted for the Academy Awards under Finland, which people didn't like. Uh, but it made the December shortlist, so pretty good. It was also nominated for a Golden Globe. Wait, why would so, it finish? What, what, had the, what did the Finns have to do with... See, Finland? it was a collab between Estonia, Finland, and Germany, this whole movie. So it's so just, just a production side? Because, like, I guess it's all yeah. set in, in Estonia and I yeah. guess Russia. Yeah, Weird. it was... And people called it Finland's Oscar bait. It, it is. It is an Oscar <laughs> bait movie, definitely. Um, there's some... Yeah. There's some... <laughs> like, there's a typical... Mm-hmm. a hopeful plot but there's not much there I yeah, think it's, yeah it's yeah. kind of a shallow movie Kinda. Uh, it, it's entertaining um, but i like it yeah but yeah estonian's uh, submission to the academy awards was 1944 mm, okay. so both of them were submitted only the fencer got somewhere um i don't know if you have anything else to say about the fence fuck stalin <laughs> that's what i wrote down in the notes i think like out of all of these as a movie i either like made in estonia best like just for entertainment purposes Mm -hmm. or the class okay um let me see i i have a couple of them rated with like a seven out of ten for me I, I liked I like class I liked 1944 and wait American Psycho that that's that's, <laughs> that's, that's not enough uh, that's not Estonian sadly um but yeah those two are probably the ones that I yeah enjoyed the most just to like give you some reference of where Estonia is now um still still at the same place it didn't didn't move yeah well <laughs> well this year we're gonna have uh, the winner movie coming out but also yeah. last year there was a movie called Truth and Justice. Which is based on a book from the mandatory reading list once more. Just directed by Donald Dome from 1919, as I said. It also made the December shortlist for the Academy Awards. It is two hours, 45 minutes long. So I you, watched it with my parents. Yeah. And I do not remember a single scene. Hold on. Because that I love, movie. I love your letterbox. Uh, I, I just want to read something from your review. What did I read? No, no, no. And you guys just let me know what you think this is about. I mean, yeah, it's well made, but I'm disgusted by the length of it. <laughs> just, uh, I think. Was that my nice. review? Very nice. Oh, uh, you, you wrote something about your mom and dad as well. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't, I don't um, you said it's like Shakespeare and Estonian literature. Yeah, yeah, basically. Oh, that, oh I said, I said, <laughs> I like my mom was constantly making fun of my dad because he didn't read the book when in school. And that was quite fun. <laughs> I mean, they had they had heaps of time to do that over the almost three hours. Yeah. Well, this is I guess it's kind of a, an epic then. Oh, it was disgusting. Oh, I don't want to I don't want to like like drag it down too much because it's like it's like thought has went in has gone into it and like it's an old thing that everyone has read in Estonia. It's it's like spring. It's like but like 165 minutes. <laughs> really. Could you just make two parts next time? Like, make it more fun. Make it a comedy or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Period pieces. Make it, make, 
make the period piece make it into a comedy <laughs> yeah but that was that was that was all of it what would you say which movie was your favorite uh if i had to choose one out of all of them that I, you saw yeah the ones that i saw which which uh is uh to to recap quickly is spring the last relic made in estonia the class 1944 and defensor i would probably go with the class oh really is probably my favorite out of them just because i didn't really con- I, I thought that 1944 was the like best made film mm-hmm, that i watched mm-hmm. and like the, the, the best looking film as well just from the scope and everything but i couldn't really connect and i actually I, i'm actually changing my vote to 1944 <laughs> i liked it a lot <laughs> that's okay lot. yeah what about yeah. you well, is it made in estonia for you yeah well see for me made in estonia has like this special place in my heart but also ladybird's christmas will forever be my favorite you know <laughs> um the class i thought it was great also but like if i'm gonna suggest a like if i'm gonna recommend people to watch anything from estonian movies i would tell them to watch like 1944 Mm -hmm. probably because this can show you that we were really lagging behind all of like all this time the world was against us we didn't have the possibility or the financial backing to do really anything so this kind of shows us that once we have the facilities to do something we can do something that's actually decent Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah and it's it's upside there was like a visual essay or like an essay about 1944 on youtube like people like the movie actually Mm -hmm. oh it's definitely yeah it's the one that uses like visual storytelling the best for sure uh there's like this one scene um, with two brothers yeah that is is yeah 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 yeah. i I like that a lot it was it it showed great direction Mm -hmm. uh, which is something that sometimes is for for i guess smaller directors that don't work with with a lot of budget as soon as they have it they Mm -hmm. maybe tend to bend it in the wrong place like lose track of the core of like the direction mm-hmm. but i felt this was a really well directed film yeah uh, but yeah i think that brings us to the end right yeah so, i i have done all the trivia i wanted to do we have talked all about so yeah i just wanted to mention movies. again we'll have a rank i'd say we do a rank list of estonian films maybe the ones that Ooh, the, the, the ones we like suggest we, you watch yeah in the that most. order maybe go and watch them then we we have your little i don't know that that weird children's film with with the ladybugs we yes can, that will be number can, one <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that scarred me that was a weird film. <laughs> but anyways we got upcoming uh releases over the next few days we have on the 20th the climb is coming out here in switzerland and i guess germany and some parts if you are in the u.s you gotta wait until october the 9th of october for that one that used to be at the top of my 2020s list a film about two friends kind of uh told in long takes over a a few years it's really well made well acted i liked it a lot and then we got then we got the big one on the 26th of august we got tenet releasing here in i think 26 23 countries and then later on rolling out in the u.s and other places but we are getting it next week (laughs) really excited to watch that and then also on the 28th we we got the digital release for bill and ted face the music i haven't seen any of the bill and ted films but i might check it out we won't do an episode here on the podcast, but I might just mention it in what I've been watching. Uh, then also a little bit of an outlook on what's on the horizon when it comes to deep dives. These deep dives we we are doing, <laughs> it depends on uh, what else we do, but <laughs> I guess it, it's monthly, bi-monthly. We don't really have a fixed um, repetitive structure for it yet, but I have two options of stuff that we're going to do. It's either going to be the next, the next uh, like, 
deep dive, deep dive on international cinema is going to be South Korea. Ooh. We might even do a different deep dive on a director on Bong Joon-ho, kind of correlating to that kind of consecutive one after another. Uh, but I also wanted to do a deep dive or maybe just to roll that again on Charlie Kaufman's film, Synecdoche, New York, and maybe his filmography because he has a new a movie coming out on Netflix on the 3rd of September called, what's it called? <laughs> I'm thinking of ending things. Yeah, that's the name of the film. I'm thinking of ending films from Charlie Kaufman comes out on the 3rd of September and uh, look out, be on the lookout for maybe a deep dive on Charlie Kaufman. We haven't decided yet. But why am I mentioning it when we haven't decided yet? Anyway, <laughs> no, South Korean new wave. That, that's yeah. where it's at. All right. Do you want to shout our stuff out? You're really well, good at it. Well, we have a bunch of social media to, that you can follow. We have an Instagram page called Quiet On Set Podcast. We are on Twitter called... Yes, we are. We are uh, uh, set underscore quiet. Oh, yeah. Set uh, underscore quiet. new movies that I just shout out with Bong Joon-ho and Korean New Wave. Usually we give a bit of an advance for you guys to mm-hmm. maybe um, catch up with us as well. So you ready? Yeah. We also put clips on our Instagram, like funny clips sometimes of bloopers and stuff we've said that was kind of yes. dumb. And they're, they're animated as well. Like there's, there's not yeah, just a clip. Yeah, they're um, very high quality. They're really high uh, quality. We also have a letterbox that you can follow if you want or all of us individually. What else do we have? We have a Discord server. A Discord. That's that's the big one. <laughs> that's the big one. Guys, come join the Discord. Come it's join the Discord. Fun. Come talk Chat with us. With if you have Discord, we're not going to bite. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Can't promise anything. I mean, we're super nice like like the first people to join will get a custom role you know yeah you gotta you you gotta give them something the first guy uh to join actually got a a special role actually yeah that's that's fine we all have different roles yeah there's a there's a bit of an easter shout out shout (laughs) out to wiley yeah wiley is chill (laughs) yeah Uh, yeah, I think I think that's that's all the stuff we have to shout out. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you guys next week. Yeah. Next week is going to be a Nolan bracket. And then after that, we are diving straight into Tenet, which I couldn't be more excited about. So until then, guys, see ya. Goodbye. You, you, honey, you never really taught me any Estonian. I did. Well, you you did, but I was I was like, well, I guess I guess I guess I kind of know derogatory uh, terms for pussy now, <laughs> which is awesome. Nice.